Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to When Podcast Rules the Game, the recognized symbol of excellence in Scorpions podcasting. <laughs> then, oh wait, oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay, then what's your other line, Nick? Uh, now. Then, then now. Then now and forever. Forever. There it is. All right, that's about as far as we can go with that joke, right? <laughs> I think. The beginning, middle, and so. end of when podcast <laughs> rules the game. Welcome to Pot of Thunder, the recognized symbol of excellence in KISS podcasting. It is episode 200, the bicentennial, if you will. How yeah. about that? Yeah, the uh, combination of that and the proximity to April Fool's, we kind of had the idea to do a... Uh, debut episode of a scorpions podcast say make like we were abandoning the kiss theme but <laughs> what if we been? just didn't have uh the energy or the time to put that together no but that was good enough right i think that was good yeah plus uh, i was seeing online today is the uh some I, I don't know the number but it's the anniversary of the release of the animal magnetism album Okay. With one of those uh, trademark weird covers. Is that the one with the gum? The chewing gum? No, no, it's, it's the, the woman on her knees next to a Doberman. Yeah. And the guy, uh, <laughs> like it, it's some guy's right. waist and he's got his hand in his back pocket it's just, or something. Uh, yeah. It's provocative. <laughs> How about that? They've always had those. Just the weirdest album covers. I can't well, them and UFO had similar album covers which makes sense the given the uh, the Michael Shanker connection there I think again <laughs> <coughs> here's proof of uh, the spontaneity and unrehearsed nature of this podcast you know if we were planning ahead I could have googled it to see if it's the same guy who does all the album covers right but, you know that's not what we do we don't come up with a plan and google stuff and then portray ourselves as knowing everything about music we just <laughs> come in here and we just shoot talk. from the hip and uh but talk. i would be surprised if it wasn't the same guy who did a lot of those ufo covers as well have you seen some of those like heavy petting and things of that nature i'm not as familiar with the ufo covers i'll have to admit 
Yeah, they're they're equally but weird. I can, I can only imagine because so. I mean, like, I point to Love Drive as being maybe the weirdest album cover that I can think of. That's the one with the it looks like gum right. coming off the woman's breast and like the back of a limo oh, for yeah, some reason. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, there's only one way to find out if it's the same artist. Right, so we we do this kind of research right in front of your ears out there. You know, we don't have production meetings. We don't look on the calendar and be like, hey, it's the uh, <laughs> day that Animal Magnetism came out, so let's, um, let's talk about the album cover and make a connection to the UFO album covers, and then we'll spout off about how we know it's the same guy or not and mm-hmm. portray ourselves to be all all-knowing when you know it's just not how we operate and we don't know anything about anything really no no i i so i would like to pose it to uh to listeners just in case if they wanted to let us know what they think might be even a weirder i'm not i'm not talking like a more explicit or like perverse cover i'm just seeing a weirder kind of cover than uh than like the love drive album or i mean there's there's really nothing like no skin being shown, but yeah the uh, yeah the woman on her knees woman gazing her knees, up at the yeah. guy who's got his hand in his back pocket. That's and there's a Doberman sitting there. Yeah, I mean right you're not you're, right. you're not going to see that in Target, you know, on the on the end cap. Any any popular uh, new groups of the day with an album cover like well, that. Well, they don't. That's the other thing is bands aren't putting out any material that's going to have a cover. No. You know, but I just, that's another article I saw today was how streaming is just taking over the music industry. And in fact, today was I put up that Bob Seeger post and one of the potheads said, quite frankly, if it's not on Spotify or Apple Music, I'm not listening to it. That This is a man who is 100 percent streaming. There you go. So, uh, you know, and then um our other pothead, the esteemed Kelly Lincoln, was it him or was it somebody else? Maybe, I'm sure he would agree with this sentiment if it wasn't him, but I think I saw a post from another friend of mine talking about the whole, you know, album artwork, liner notes, blah, 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 that people are missing out on nowadays. And, you know, people. The younger generations aren't really missing out on it if they never experienced it. So, yeah, but I I have a feeling that once uh, the a generation like that would discover it, it would become a it would come into fashion. You would hope, but there are just so many more distractions and so many things competing for people's attention that you wonder if they would give a damn about it. So what'd you find, Andy? I found all the answers that we would ever want. (laughs) And I have a feeling, based on looking at what I've found, that there are probably a lot of listeners who knew the answer to this. Well, of course, yeah. We're not, again, we don't inform anybody (laughs) of anything on this show. We're asking questions. We sit here and shoot the shit, and for some reason people seem to be entertained by it. But again, we're not portraying ourselves to be anything other than what we are just three jackasses sitting around talking about music so no production meetings on no. this show 
None. So what I found out, you were absolutely right. The connection between, what was it? Love drive, um, animal magnetism, and no heavy petting. No heavy petting. Okay. Same guy. <laughs> yeah. What an album title, by the Is way. Is that the only UFO album he did? No, I, th- I believe he did all of them. I don't know. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Twelve? <laughs> can't get over that album title. Oh, nine. He did nine. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, no heavy petting. And who is this individual? So this guy, Storm Thorgerson. Okay. This guy has done like every album cover you've ever seen in your life. Dark Side of the Moon. Really? This guy's done everything. He's done wow. Dirty Deeds, done Dirt Cheap. Okay, that's similar in theme to what the ones we're talking about. Dark Side of the Moon doesn't seem to fit the mold so he can he can get serious when he needs to <laughs> otherwise he just gets buck wild on german band covers yeah. he did anthrax's stomp 442 okay um i'm not naming everything i'm just naming no, things that we don't. might be I, interested I can see in. from across the room it's, it's a an enormous list. list audio slaves audio slave album with that little flame thing outside oh wow He's uh, been around doing albums for a long time. A bunch huh? of bad company, a couple Black Sabbaths, Technical Ecstasy and Never Say Die. <laughs> okay, those are those are definitely two of their most out there album covers. Yeah. Technical Ecstasy particularly, yeah. yeah. And then he did uh Bruce Dickinson's Skunk Works. He did He didn't do Balls to Picasso. <laughs> no. Did someone else shame. do that. He, he didn't. Did. He didn't do the one with the. What's the one that I have at home? The CD with the evil jester on it. Oh, accident of birth. Yes, accident of birth. He did not do that one. Nope. Oh, um, that's too bad. He did some David Gilmore stuff. He did High and Dry, Def Leppard. Oh. Um, Dream Theater, four of their albums. Great. <laughs> oh, he did some ELO. Okay. Four of those. Cut it off. Well, no. I'll just name a couple of the high-end ones. I won't go through the list. There so are no high-end well, ELO albums. No, 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 not ELO. I mean, other artists okay, he worked good. with. Okay, good. I was yeah. going to say, every ELO album is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> nothing good? They have nothing, nothing to offer? They have nothing. <laughs> They're worse than Slade. How's that grab you? Oh, well, I won't disagree there, but... You've made it seem like Slade doesn't have much to offer either, so... Their logo is a fucking Simon game from the 70s, okay? That's how cheesy this band is. Remember that game? Yeah, with the yeah, four yeah. colors yeah. or whatever. That's, their, that's what their fucking spaceship looks like. They suck. Well, didn't Boston have a spaceship, too? Yeah, but theirs was cool. It was shaped like a guitar, man. Oh, it was wow. way cooler. Don't, don't <laughs> try to cloud the issue, okay? ELO is one of the worst bands in the history of rock. Oh, man. And they're going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame in a couple of weeks. What a joke. What? <laughs> Terrible. Well, let's finish this quick thing. Uh, some Genesis stuff. Oh, Which dude. ones? Uh, the Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Ah. A Trick of the Tall Tale. Oh, the tale. God, how did this guy have on? time to do all this dude, shit? Dude, it's a million. Did Jeez. he do uh, Wind and Wuthering? Did he do Selling England by the Pound? No. Oh, just curious. And then there were three. Um, okay. Move ahead here. He did Halloween, Pink Bubbles, Go Ape. He did some Humble Pie. He did Led Zeppelin. He did six of their albums. Really? Yeah. He, he, Presence had to have been one, right? Presence was one. Yeah, that's the uh, that's a weird one. It's got the, the object. Yeah. That black uh, like thing that's in all the pictures. It's a weird album concept. It's 
too small, but whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like various like snapshot pictures. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I've got this black object that's in all of the pictures. Very strange concept. No, I can't get past no heavy petting here. <laughs> Yeah. I knew that would perk you up. Oh, he did the that. he did the Megadeth Brood Awakening DVD. That's always been kind of a cool with the bed falling out of the falling uh, out of a window. window. Yeah, off a building. From uh, what was the video? Was that skin? No, was that from a video? Yeah, was it? I don't even know that. Yeah, that was from one of their videos. I did not realize. Or that. no, wait, it was Enter Sandman, where it gets hit by a semi truck, where it's falling out of a window. Right? Yeah, no? that's that's not. That's Mattel. no, no, no. But I, but I, there was a video that had that, and, yeah. and then Megadeth probably. had the yeah the album covers. So you're somewhere. telling me that Storm Thorgerson ripped <laughs> that off from someone else? I don't believe you. Well, I don't want to get caught in the people storm. rip off things from him, not the other way around. Peter Gabriel, Paul McCartney, Fish. They pink, do that bunch weird of Pink Floyd, that weird Peter Gabriel one with the fingernails scratch. Yeah, yeah, he did scratch. He did do the, that one. This guy's. He's done everything. Look at that. That's incredible. It really I had no is. No idea. No idea who this guy was, but you is actually he still s- alive? No, he died in 2013. Damn. We could have had him do the Pot of Thunder 250th <laughs> episode. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm, yeah. Rainbow. Which oh, rainbow? Like. Rising. Uh, difficult to cure. That's a. W- that's an interesting one. Straight between the eyes. Okay. Bent out of shape. All right. Uh-huh. He didn't do any Ingve uh, albums, did he? I haven't gotten there yet. Let's see. Uh, Please say he did trilogy. Rival Sons, Pressure and Time. Wow. All right. Cool. Robert Plant. Shit. This guy Sammy is Hagar. Fuck. Scorpions. No Steve Miller. Sticks. Uh huh. A bunch of UFOs. A T Rex. No Ingve. Wishbone huh? Ash. Wings, XTC. Wow. Yes. This guy was busy. No Ingve, oh, unfortunately. So this guy really never made it. No, unfortunately, he, he was yeah. cut. His career was cut short before he hit his the big B list. His, his never got to the top. His prime was forthcoming. Yeah, yeah that's too bad. Uh, well, but, uh, yeah. well, he, Storm you know, Thorgerson. <sighs> he did okay. Yeah. He did all right. He did a few things. He didn't note. He had a pretty prolific career, but uh, he never what never reached the top of the mountain. He didn't, and you know no. what? He never did two hundred episodes <laughs> of a podcast. Jesus, <laughs> murky vocals. Sounds like hotter than hell production. There you go. All right. So, Nick, do you mm-hmm. see? Is there anybody here? Is are Indeed. we waiting for a delivery? Oh, he's here. We're doing it. Okay. He knows it's a. He's got a, a tux on actually today. Because it's a big day. Yeah, it's a special occasion. Right. Okay. He's all set for the big day. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. 
And there is our double platinum club delivery. Nick, Can what's in the box? It? What's? Let's see what's in the box. I didn't make a clip of no, that. That's okay. Uh, a very good Twilight Zone episode, by the way. What's in the box? The cab driver sees his uh, future in the TV. The henpecked uh, oh, husband. I'm trying to remember. Well, he's the henpecked husband. I don't know that I'm familiar with that. Oh, that might you be one see that got it. away. He straight punches this woman right in the face and sends her out a window. Wow. <laughs> falling out the window. Wow. Maybe that's why I, I never. <laughs> maybe it's, it's why a I trademark seen falling out the window, but she is sent that way by a straight right to the face. Maybe that's, wow. maybe it that's is w- unbelievable. That you might, would never <laughs> see that. That on might be, TV might be why yeah, they don't show that's it on out of uh, No, they show it. Do they? Yeah. I just Absolutely. It. A straight shot straight to the face, and they show it twice in the episode. (laughs) Well, you know, I ordered some (laughs) stuff, so let's make sure that's the right package. Oh, my. Who's this from? Good. Is it for us? Yeah, this is for us. Cool. All right. (laughs) (laughs) It's from the Double Platinum Club. It's our piece. So what's this from, technically? Right. Right. But it's our weekly piece of merchandise that we'll reveal this week's song. But before we find out, Nick, yes. what is in the box? In the box, we have a uh, seasonal sort of, uh, oh, I guess, uh, if you want to call it a holiday, perhaps a holy day. Ooh, Easter's right around the corner. Well, is that where we're going here? We're we're kind of going there. Okay. Um have you guys uh, seen that the uh, you know the supermarkets usually they just dedicate like a little end cap around this time of year for the uh, for the Hebrew items if you will. Oh yeah, they'll have like like gefilte fish. Right, right, right. <laughs> and like the I, I my ignorance, I apologize, but there's like some kind of uh, crackers that are well, uh, kosher or something. Or how very interesting that you bring that up. Uh oh. Okay, is that because they're like pretty big crackers, the matzos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Sorry, the Passover crackers. Yes, they're pretty big. They're I don't know. I, I never measured, but I'm guessing they're like it's between six and eight inch square, just mm. huge crackers. Yeah. And uh, what we've got here is a Kiss is getting in on it. We've had Kissmas. Yeah. Now, now they're now they're uh, getting primed to be selling some uh, rock and Passover matzos. Oh boy, that's nice for dead. <laughs> But rock and Passover, as you can see, obviously, right in front of the, your four eyes here yeah. in this room, mm-hmm. excluding mine, uh, you can see that, like their world record-breaking comic book, these are gigantic matzo crackers. <laughs> They're thirty-six <laughs> by thirty-six. Wow, that big! They they want what? Uh, well, kiss goes big, right? So Did you like that, huh? <laughs> you got. Some giant crackers we can all share. Yeah. Wow. Well, are we? Is I, I'm gonna put peanut butter on. on is that allowed for me? As I don't know what the traditional topping is on one of those crackers. <sighs> I don't know. I don't too think much it about matters it. if you're not Jewish, right? Oh my God. I think there's a there's a I don't know what are there bitter herbs and things like that that bitter are part, herbs part of <laughs> that could be fun. <laughs> I'm making that up. I don't really know exactly all the <laughs> traditions or even approximately. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to put peanut butter on mine. Well, Nick, 
we're always trying to do something <laughs> special <laughs> and spectacular. So well, go ahead and put peanut butter on your matzo The cracker. size of this matzo is spectacular. Is it now, it's 36 inches? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going for the record so here. That's a yard of <laughs> matzo. <laughs> that's that's uh, nine square feet of oh. matzo. It's unbelievable. It's typical horse shit <laughs> when you're dealing with the Jones brothers. Yeah, that's right. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> did we ever talk about, uh, did you remember the Dominator from Domino's Pizza? It was like a... I remember the Noid. The Noid, I remember. No, I remember yeah. The Dominator. The, the, the Dominator was actually a pizza. It was a square <laughs> pizza. It was... It was, uh, you know, well, rectangular. And, yeah. and the, the, the slogan on the side of the box is, it's almost a yard of pizza. That's pretty <laughs> good. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Do, maybe do a Google image search. Somebody might have a picture well, of that. But I remember that when that came out, just that slogan. I'm I, like, is that really something that somebody would want? Pizza. I don't know. Uh, Andy's probably going to want it to bring up the same story. Hey, I but, know what you're But I'll say. do it. You'll do it better. Our old band, we had, uh, I don't know, just being silly uh, at the show. I think, didn't we have like a contest or something where there was a prize? Sounds Someone in like the crowd could do. win something. It was, uh, I think we got it from like Menards, which is, you know, I guess you can get food from Menards. Why not? Sure. It was the... Uh, well, if you can get the good, entire Good Time series on DVD, you well, can probably get well, food there. While you're watching the entire series, you could be polishing off the the three-pound yard o' beef summer sausage, <laughs> which made me laugh because it wasn't three foot long. It was three pounds. <laughs> three pounds. So yeah, close pound, enough. pound to feet ratio is one yeah, to one. Whatever. You could <laughs> slice it thinner and make it you got three the message feet. across. Yeah, three of anything is a yard. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There's a yard of hosts doing Pot of Thunder uh, yeah. right now. Three of us. It works. Yeah. It should be a lot of fun. There you go. <laughs> <sighs> so how you said something about a contest, and it just got me sidetracked oh, again because well, I've been thinking about that's, this. That's what we do. And it keeps making me laugh every time I think of it. But a band that Nick and I were in, in 2001, I found a set list from a show we played. And I really don't have much memory of this, but I saw it on the set list. And it had like two things together, like something slash something. Like a medley. Yes. And the medley that we chose to do <laughs> was Fast Car by Tracy Chapman <laughs> with a burping contest <laughs> in the middle of it. I mean, that's what? what that's what she used to do in her show. That must be where we got it from. I'm, but I was, I'm thinking. It's like I don't even think I remember doing that, but I loved reading <laughs> that. That's that was an idea that we thought was good. What but do we do after fast? After half of fast? Car? Let's keep uh. this. Let's keep the song going and have a burping contest. <laughs> that's good entertainment. Okay, oh, so boy. how do we take these three foot by three foot crackers, put peanut butter on them, and make them? Generate a random well, song to celebrate. <laughs> if you took two of those crackers, you could do the two zeros. So, what would be the two? The Yardo beef. Yeah. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Three yards of beef yeah, just to make bend a two. it around to make it a two. That would be good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, is that allowed? Oh, well, we're going to chop, we're gonna chop up. Well. We should have gotten a couple of hot and ready's and some crazy bread and arranged the crazy bread oh, in the shape man. of a two. Oh, well. See, again, this shit occurs to us. If if we prepared for these things ahead of time, we would have done exactly that. But yeah. Well, we encourage yeah. listeners to go buy crazy bread and two pizzas and send us pictures. If, How a, about that? if, a, <laughs> if a 300th episode was, is possible, then we would have done that. Yeah. I but don't I don't know that Kiss is going to come out with about 40, 40 more songs. Right, yeah. Well, let's focus on what's happening right now, Nick. How does this Food product. Well, I have to go start up the old uh, random song generator. Mm, you do. Okay. Here I go. Fired right up. No problems. No problems. All right. So, what happens now? What happens now is I'm going to use the uh, gluten test. Uh, interface that comes with uh, <laughs> this is actually a standard it just thing. Comes I, didn't, I didn't add this to the sports machine. It just comes with it. Yeah, it's a standard. Apparently, item. George Michael is just very, very conscious of pe- people around him possibly having celiac disease. Right. Yeah. So okay. Well, good. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna check the. Uh, oh, I don't know. Is it? Uh, tw- what is it? Twenty units per million. I, however, you do Oof, that. Okay. I don't know. There's that's above my head. Yeah, there's some. I I have it written down over here. I, I gonna well, I'm gonna do a little test. <laughs> I imagine this cracker will have a little gluten in it. Well, let's do that test. This nine square feet of cracker might ha- might be able to find a trace of gluten. This one comes off. Crazy nights. Yeah. It's called when your walls come down. Oh boy. Off of All crazy. Right. Nights. <laughs> All right. Some people in this room, particularly. I went a minute ago when you said this cracker, I thought you were talking about a white guy. <laughs> so I was like, nine square feet of white. Yeah. Guy <laughs> right. That's about right for this room. <laughs> okay. Speaking of white, we have a crazy nights track. <laughs> Kiss behind the mask. There's a quote from Bruce Kulick. There's really not much to say about this song in the book, but there's one short quote. Let me read That's it. That's good. We don't like the long-winded bullshit. Yeah, sometimes generally. there's too much. Uh, who is this again? Yammering this? on about stuff. This is Bruce Kulick. I remember having a couple of verses, kind of Van Halen-like bouncy things. Okay. Paul liked it. We sat down and worked on it. 
I wasn't around when he finished the song with Adam Mitchell. Oh, that's all. What we have. does that mean? So, are there implications there? I mean, Might have to bring that up at the expo. So, are you still pissed off that you weren't around for the ending of the writing of when your walls come down? Yeah. So it's yeah. still stuck in your craw. <laughs> Can you just vent, this happened? vent in front of us yeah. right now about that? Well, he did get a songwriting credit, so he can't be too mad. But Adam yeah, Mitchell, yeah. Paul Stanley. Who, Bruce who is Adam Mitchell? Is Adam Mitchell wrote some stuff on Creatures, didn't he? Adam Mitchell. He's, he's kind of a veteran in the Kiss camp. Is a Scottish guy. Oh, great. Who did some work on Killers, Creatures of the Night, Crazy Nights, and Hot in the Shade. Yeah. Is, is Killers, is, is it like Dynasty where we're just not getting any more there's, tracks there's not much to get what? well there's there's like what two songs three songs four, four. Oh, are there four yeah i okay there are <laughs> four and we haven't gotten any well no, we got one did we oh, down we did. on your knees we did yeah. holy crap yeah yeah i don't know killers uh, the killers tracks are uh interesting to me because i never really gave them much of a shot yeah this guy maybe because it's not a full album of all new material. Yeah, it's 12 songs, yeah. eight old ones, four new ones, one of those deals. Sort of a greatest hit situation. But Who else has Adam Mitchell wrote songs for? It's an interesting question. UFO, Scorpions. <laughs> yeah. There's only one way to find out. Okay. Not really that interested, but <laughs> go oh, ahead. Too bad. <laughs> oh, we got... Uh, Doesn't mm-hmm. he have a line of lipstick? <laughs> Adam Mitchell? No, that's Paul Mitchell, Mitchell, I believe. Okay. Close Fine enough. shampoos at CVS. Hair care products. French Waltz, which was a hit for Nicolette Larson. Don't know that one. Dancing Round and Round, a hit for Olivia Newton-John. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So some real masculine tunage. Well, then he did go another direction. Merle Haggard. So that's <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Mm. But mm. then Kiss. Uh, oh wait, 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 wait. Also written songs recorded by blah blah blah. Nobody cares. Loser, loser. <laughs> and Paul Anka. Well, Paul Anka. Wow. You, I don't know which right. song, but something with instant re- credibility. When you yeah. wrote something that Anka wants to record, then yeah, because usually he writes whatever you know. He, right. He's the. I don't know. I don't know that he writes everything that he records, but one thing we can say safely say based on the sound clips is he doesn't suffer fools. No. Yeah. So this guy wouldn't be in his. Orbit if he didn't have some competency. Yep. Well, are you guys ready to get started? <sighs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I mean, when your walls. You don't have the energy for this. What's no, going on? I, I, it's crazy nights. I, I don't give a shit about this album. No? I'm like the anti-Jericho on this <laughs> album. He's gonna get up in my grill about it. I'm sure. Whatever. I just. I just uh, nothing about this album excites me. No. I, let me look, let me get up here and look at this uh, song list. Yeah, so there are 11 songs on Crazy Nights. Again, for those of you who don't have this information at the ready, 
1987, 11 songs. Bang Bang You is amusing, you know. Mm-hmm. Reason to Live is okay. Turn on the Night was interesting because we did that with Jericho. Uh, yeah, I can't say I'm thrilled about the rest of it. So. What about My Way? Uh, I recall, you know, giving Paul his props for the vocal performance, but the song itself was direct. Mm. Not to my liking, if I recall correctly. Well, 11 songs, this is track 7. So, there you have it. Right in the middle-ish, sort of. Middle of side 2, back in the day, when people had albums and whatnot. What have you. All right, you guys ready? Might as well get 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 it over with. It's kind of anticlimactic <laughs> for episode 200. Well, maybe that's for you. Other people might like it. Let's give it a fair shot. It's not a slam dunk like it had charisma come out of the damn thing well, or something from Creatures. Back to your point you made earlier. This is uh, not a show that we plan. We don't really put special moments together. Whatever happens, right. happens, and, and that's, that's true. what we get. It's so. In the scheme of things, this is anticlimactic. I'm predicting that I'm not going to like this song, but well, we'll see. It's like most things in life. You look forward to it for a while, and then it's disappointing. Yeah, the you best, got that right. The best moments are usually spontaneous, so... There you go. Oh, we'll see. Nice depressing note before we start the song. Come down. (laughs) If the word walls is a euphemism for labia, then I can get on board with it. But (laughs) anything short of that is probably not going to do it for me. That's it, huh? When your labia (laughs) comes down. Well, you have your Sheena Easton sugar walls, a song that Prince wrote for so. Kind of in that frame of mind right now. Prince was so horny, wasn't he? He was. He'd take it. <laughs> he'd take it. He'd give it whatever. Yeah. He didn't care. Just driven by his loins. <laughs> I read a th- interview uh, after he died where it was a thing about him and Rick James, and they they were contentious a lot. And Rick James saying, oh, Prince is not, he, he's not all there. He's writing about incest and all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. in the article they pointed out, yeah, when Rick James is uh, <laughs> is saying that you're that you're messed debaucherous up. and you're messed up, then yeah. Then <laughs> Didn't he light a woman on fire? I think Kid- so. Ca- kidnapped her, held I her hostage, freebased her. Good Lord. Yeah. Lit her on fire? What the hell? Career never really recovered. <laughs> This has some interesting lyrics. I think, Chris, if nothing else, if you focus on the lyrics, you're going to enjoy yourself. All right. Well, let it rip. Starts out with Paul screaming labia before the music (laughs) starts. I thought this was not on Carnival of Souls. Good one. There's it is kind of a bizarre start for a Creatures of the it's Night song. It's con- kind of continuing where we left off last episode. <laughs> the uh, ride symbol work is uh, the intro is reminiscent to me of one of Andy's favorite bands, uh, a band that we both enjoy, uh, the Cult. Okay. Uh, the beginning of Sun King. It's reminding me of that. Another '80s triumph. Andy's a big fan. <laughs> Let's go! 
my only issue thus far is that I'm trying to hear what the guitar riff is, and the lead the lead guitar is kind of uh, covering it up. It's too yeah. hot. It's no, it's not too hot. It's just too active, in my opinion. Yeah, it's I, more. Of, it's like Mark St. John style, which I, is not what you should aspire yeah, to. I, I just can't tell what's what's happening. Like I'm trying to kind of mentally set myself into this groove here. And I'm <laughs> not able to. Yeah, and from that intro, you expected something a little more foreboding, and then to suddenly you get the, let's go! Yeah. And then this quote-unquote bouncy thing comes at yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what uh, what the uh, Eddie Van Halen-type guitar riff is. It's you, it, it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't one. I just, it, I just hear a, a, a th- kind of a, uh, how would you call the bass, a, a bouncy kind of bass. In the background, okay. yeah, I don't know what he was Real talking about there, but I, yeah, I don't really hear it unless you're talking about the Floyd Rose dive bombs and whatnot, which again is, you know, everybody got sucked into that from Van Halen, but that was just a, a tiny, tiny element of his playing. Most people missed out on all the substance; just went straight for the flash and. I think you're getting some of that here. This is pretty. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Did he, did he really say liar, liar with your pants on fire? He said liar, liar, got your pants oh. on fire. <laughs> I know you want it. You know you want it too. Okay. <laughs> so she's telling him no, but he knows the truth. Maybe it she is about labia. There's pants on fire. And you know, <laughs> liar. You know that's not you a can, bad. You, if you're gonna have some kind of metaphor, that's pretty spot on yeah. for what he's getting at here. You know, I know you want it. Liar, I, liar. Got your pants I, on I fire. Think that's not bad. No, I, I mean, think there could be. Uh, he could have added like, "I smell smoke." <laughs> could have been part of the lyrics too. <laughs> with the pants being on fire, I, I'm just saying. What, what's Brown the what's smoke? the sound what's the sound clip the, that I'm trying to get to here? Producer of the year. I, d- I honestly don't have any the idea. I can s- smell her. Jesus, the front row. <laughs> I don't know, but I can smell her in the front. Yeah. Honestly, I forgot about that clip until you just said it. I'm sorry. I was like, what do you mean I love he's shaved sm- beaver? He, he's I don't smelling get it. smoke. He's smelling some pants on fire in the front row. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> Skipped my mind. <laughs> Will you? <laughs> yeah. no, go ahead. Sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry. Yep. I make what? Uh, yeah, please clarify this. Is really, this. this is really happening. Please, right now. please verify what just happened. Please, or, yeah, or tell me something. Get else it over with. with. Hey, diddle, diddle. Oh, no. When the cat wants to fiddle, <laughs> the kitten's gotta give him the moon. See, this is about uh, the pussy. This is about the labia. I was right. Yeah, the kitten's gotta give In him the eighties. The, the 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 euphemism for the vagina was walls. Established yeah. by Prince, and Sheena also Easton collaboration. 
And gotta give him the moon. That might yeah, be some butthole stuff there too. I don't we know. Don't, we're not sure. Who's what was the bit about the moon? I missed it. Hey diddle diddle, <laughs> when the cat wants to fiddle, the kitten's gotta give him the moon. I don't know. Give him the moon. I like that butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> well, it's all in close proximity, basically. Sure. It's just you know whatever's down there, I'm having it. <laughs> An all-night marathon, whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> whatever I, like I find it. down there, I'm taking. I, uh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this so far from a <laughs> kitschy <laughs> point of view. Oh, kitschy for In sure. terms of, like, you know, formidable rock or anything like that, definitely not. <laughs> but uh, it's entertaining in a bang-bang-you sort of way. There's a lot there. There's a lot. Read that back. I I can't make out any of these. This is like a nitro song. The only thing, yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. This is like that freight train song, where just a a million different vocals going on. The only thing I think I made out was the end. You'll be happy to be losing some sleep or something like that. That's correct. Oh man. And they say, you gotta look before you leap, and. We're going to judge you by the friends you keep, <laughs> what? but you're looking nasty. I like the you're looking nasty line. And I'm in too deep. Yeah. You'll be real happy to be losing sleep. Oh, this is just awful. What? Lyrically. <laughs> it's just... Um, it's fun, but on the other hand, it's just embarrassing. <laughs> what I think <laughs> What I think he's saying is, uh, you know, Kinda usually... That's, uh, you could... Use that term, that phrase to describe the flying errands kind Absolute, of thing. Fun but embarrassing. Sure. Will not deny that whatsoever. <laughs> Who, by the way, are back together opening for the Lathrop uh, <laughs> Pitbull tour this summer. Yeah, I heard Thank about goodness. that. Yeah. Good news. People have been clamoring for that. Yeah, it's going to be an, an epic track across America. So I'm just trying to analyze these lyrics quickly. Is he saying, like, you know, they say you got to look before you leap, and we're going to judge you by the friends you keep. But he's saying, like, just just leap and don't worry about who you're with because this is – you're looking nasty and I'm in too deep. I mean, that's what I'm getting. Like, you know, people say things, but let's just uh, – that's it's kind of that Paul Stanley thing, you know. The let's you're let's looking, live in the moment. Your looking nasty line is almost like – at this point, you're so far gone, and you've got nothing to lose, really. Mm-hmm. It's all psychology, I guess. So, well, do you, are you, I don't know. How are you interpreting nasty? Like you look gross? Is that what no, you think? No, no, okay. like, like, okay. like, like you're in, like you're lusty, and yeah, yeah, trashy, yeah, 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 yeah. like, right. like a, like what? We're in the Sunset Strip era, just like a, right. a nasty, slutty kind of, you know. Well, it's kind of like the the turn on the night theme, where it was like you know work a day woman by day and bar slut by night. Sure, maybe something similar to that. Well, of course, th- sometimes thrill, or thrills you, <laughs> in the night, right? Or did you say turn on the night? It's thrills. Sorry, night, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Whatever. We same have pe- thing. I heard people yelling at their pod, their uh, iPods. Is, is thrills in the night on this album or Asylum? 
Um, that, that was uh, that was the other one. Yes, Asylum. Okay. Asylum, yeah. Well, I was gonna say almost animalized, right. but no. Thief in the Night is on this. Oh well, yeah. Turn on the Night is on uh, this. crazy, crazy. Can't things. keep them all straight, but yeah. um, you know, similar theme. And then sometimes, you know, as guys sometimes mess up, you 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 uh, you say something to a woman thinking she's going to take it as a compliment, and you know, it's just a poor choice of words. Like, you're looking nasty tonight. <laughs> thinking yeah. you're like you're being all hot and sexy, and she's like totally put off yeah. by it. Yeah, That's a dicey word to use. It, it, on a woman, nasty. You've got to be the right guy to use a word like that and not have it backfire on well, you. Well, and you have to have some sort of understanding of how she's going to take that. You don't, don't. You don't just drop that on somebody that you don't know very well. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about Prince earlier. That's something that Prince could have pulled off, probably. Yeah. Exactly. With most women, but right? Yeah. Because they, because they probably wouldn't understand what he's talking about anyway. They don't care. So They're just matter. happy to be there. He's so mysterious. Interesting, yeah. But, you know, your Joe Sixpack says you looking nasty to a woman. It's not going to work. Yeah. I think Nick Manning used to drop that word on some of his uh, co-stars <laughs> like right after dropping the load. I think he was talking about himself. Yeah. I think, uh, what was that, Mary Carey, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who like, ran for office right. or some shit. Yes. Yeah, I remember he busted with Busted one all over her, and then right <laughs> at the end, he just goes nasty. <laughs> I do so, I think I remember that yeah. from way back when. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he can get it. Guy like him or Prince, they can yeah. get away with it. <laughs> Those two Some guys, regular schmo, you know, just trying to uh, you know see how far he can take it. That that's a pretty dicey word to be using on yeah. a lady. If you've never gone down that road, it's not a bad idea for you. Just go on YouTube and just put Nick Manning because it won't be like pornographic video content, but the audio will be. And it's just the most outrageous yelling of words that don't make any sense. And I don't know. Yeah. He's one of the all time greats. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's clearly like a shtick. That's how ridiculous it is. Like yelling Cubs win during an adult film. That kind of stuff. So <laughs> weird guy. I think a stream of consciousness dialogue. Yeah. Then about a five-minute rendition of Go Cubs Go. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I haven't kept. I don't even know if that guy's still yeah, alive. He's still active. I have no idea. This is information we. You know, looked up online in 2009, probably 2010. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> so he's not still active. He, he, he hung him up. Well, he did play uh, Bat Manning in an adult film. He hung it and, uh, and it, them up. <laughs> it and them, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to look that guy up after the show. All right, we got a chorus coming up here. Let's get back Ooh. to the song. Okay. This is some. 
Chris shook his head and went, "Oh, <laughs> this after is that little this rip. is this, I, this is some weak fucking. Th- this music has no power to it, no punch, no uh, maybe a little melody, but I'm sorry, man. I, I if 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 this is your idea of like potent rock, you're wrong. This there's just no fucking power behind this music. <laughs> This is some weak stuff, man. All right. There's a lot going yeah. on, yeah. Now, I will say that I, I like the verses better than the chorus. That chorus was crap and just weak music, but the the verses are entertaining. There's some good turns of phrase going on. You got a right? s- you got a script from a Cosmo guide. 15 ways to find a lover. That's in quotes. And I love that. like a title. Remember those lampooning articles I would do on Cosmopolitan? Yeah. Articles on the smoking jacket? Yeah. Those were great. <laughs> Fucking every every month was the same crap in that magazine. It was, right? <sighs> Don't make me chase you because the author lied. So I'm assuming he's saying, you know, one of the 15 ways to find a lover is to make a guy chase you. Wow. He's saying, don't do that. That's a the lot. author lied. That's but a even back then, that that magazine was just putting out horse shit, polluting yeah. the minds 30, of the women who read it. 30 years ago. Yeah. It's still going strong. Oh. You'll get your answers, babe, under the covers. Yeah, you will. That's how you find a lover. Exactly. Not going to read it in a magazine. Nope. Ready for more? Yep. Sorry, I had to stop this. And the the line that sticks out like a sore thumb so far to me is, "I want a love that la- what lasts forever more." I want a love to last forever. Yeah, more. how does that fit into any of the rest of the lyrics? Well, I don't know. Give him. He's gonna tell you. Oh okay. my god. <laughs> You're reading ahead. Oh my god. <laughs> just read. Just spill it out I'll there. Here, I'll just. Let's just do more lines. If it's coming up, then oh, it we're still in the middle of it. Yeah. Oh God. I went back like two seconds. Okay. So where we were was, uh, you say, yeah. I want to wait until I'm really sure, and I want a love to last forever. More. See, this is just this. So that's what she's saying. She's saying. Oh, okay. right. Every woman says that. Yes. Don't they? Yes, that's what she's saying. Okay, it's well, in quotes. It, it makes more sense. I didn't realize yeah. it was it was her, he was quoting her. No, no, no. He's saying this is what she's saying. Okay, yeah. this I mean, and that and that. I mean, the, these lyrics are coming so rapidly. The, I'm having yeah. a hard time keeping up. Well, the next line is hers also, and then the last thing is Paul's uh, answer to what she's saying, which is making me blush. <laughs> Great. And I'm an adult man in a room with two other adult men. So, so here we say go. that again. This is. So the first three lines of this part of the song is like him saying, this is what she's saying. Right. And then the fourth one is like his little answer to whatever, you know, like, well, this is what's up. Right. You know, so it's, she's, it's she's rambling the, on in ev- between every 
uh, thought of hers, he's going, and... Yep. And then the fourth one is his... The sledgehammer. Yes. And that's what we're hearing here. There's one of hers and then his. There's a lot to pay attention to. It really is difficult. It's a lot of of work on the the part of the listener here. These are my favorite songs to talk about on Pot of Thunder, though. There's a lot going on. A lot of words... Things that you kind of glance over the first time. Musically, we have nothing to say. (laughs) No, we we don't want to talk about musically. It's among the worst that I've heard from them. There's literally no authority or power in this music. It's terrible. All right. Well, you ready? No, but yeah. I can't even make out what he said. Can you? Any guesses from either one of you? No, I can't. That's just a, just a mishmash something, of nonsense. He, he said like, well, and then something, something when you're with me. All right. Here we go. I'm going to read it again. You say, I want to wait until I'm really sure. And I want a love to last forevermore. And something about and dignity. I've got my pride. I've got my dignity. Well... You'll swallow everything when you're with oh me. Oh, boy. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, um. he's really pushing the envelope. <laughs> generally, that that line of questioning, so to speak, would, would not work on most women. And again, this is Paul Stanley, but... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. You'll swallow everything <laughs> when you're with me. Okay. Her pride, it's her like dignity, they they said all out the window. Every, yeah. Didn't they say that in, uh, in that scene in Shawshank? Isn't that what the guy said to him? What, really? I don't remember. Something like that. I'm sorry. I don't remember oh, it. Okay. <laughs> a few listeners might know what I'm talking so about. Is this like a jail rape scene or yeah, something? Yeah. I, I, I vaguely remember that. I think probably something similar. But They got it from crazy <laughs> <Obviously>. album. <laughs> That's what they played in the jail over the speakers. <laughs> During workout hour. <laughs> you won't come down when you won't come down when you won't come down. That little riff after the second—that's might be the worst riff <laughs> in the entire Kiss catalog. Play it again. Right. I don't even know why I'm asking you to hear it again, but the one that comes after the second line it's the second utterance of the title listen to this crap terrible <laughs> that it, 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 in my estimation is the worst riff in the entire <laughs> kiss catalog <laughs> my god that is terrible There's no authority no power awful music Chaos going on. 
I'm still yeah not the the kick to the stomach outburst. You know the ooh. I still yeah. haven't recovered to whatever that. I don't know if it was chromatic. Whatever that ascending thing was before the yeah. solo started. Yeah. I'm not the come here, baby. I'm about to, and then just some <laughs> sound effect. I don't know. It's a lot. That to was digest. that was absolutely as far as a Bruce Kulick solo. That's the most manic solo that we've that we've heard. Right. This is the most Mark St. John I've heard from Bruce. But but as far as just. I would say absolutely. Absolutely no space between anything. Just going absolutely bonkers. Yeah. This is this is this is (laughs) Bruce doing that. Yeah, I can't say I'm a fan of it. And I'm a big Bruce Kulick fan, but yeah this song is really Really not good. This is honestly. I'm th- I, I mean, keep, this is terrible. I keep thinking of that freight train song by Nitro. There's a lot of stuff in common Boy, here. If you're if you're drawing comparisons to Nitro, <laughs> you're in deep deep trouble. I mean, <laughs> y- I fucking rage about them taking a nod from loudness, but when if you're dipping your toe into the nitro pool you are fucked at that <laughs> point <laughs> <laughs> I mean that could very well be one of the worst rock bands in history <laughs> and if you're drawing comparisons uh-huh. to them you have really lost the plot this is, this is just uh, you cannot make a case for this being any good I mean the l- lyrics you can draw some comedic value from, but in terms of like quality rock and roll, this is absolutely not it. Not even close. And I guess kind of sort of in the the same argument of uh, the loudness Crazy Nights thing, there is the uh, the Def Leppard song when the walls come tum- when the walls came tumbling down. Mm. Just what album is that? I think it's on early uh, stuff. I think it's on through the night. Yeah. Why don't you it's look it up? Diddling. Look it up. I'm not gonna buy. But there's no it. way that could be worse than this. So yeah, it's from on through the night. Then it's probably pretty decent, right? It, I would. Yeah, I've actually never heard that album. It's it's interesting. But now this this is really really not good. Now, what does that mean? Does it mean like when her, she's not around her friends, she's a different person? Yeah. Or is there some sort of some sort of masturbatory impl- implication going on there? I think it's uh, she's different. Her walls come down. So when you're not around, you're like prudish friends. You're yeah. Kind of a slut. I don't even know if it's a that. Nasty I slut. I don't. I don't even nasty. know. Nasty. <laughs> I feel like it's just when she's with Paul. That's the way yeah. I'm interpreting it. He brings out the nasty animal well, in her. Yeah. Generally, you would when you said she's going to be swallowing everything when you're with me. I think I, 
That's another one that, you know, just drop that on some random <laughs> woman up the bullpen sports bar, see how that works out for you. Yeah. What are you drinking? <laughs> yeah. You'll swallow everything <laughs> when you're with me. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got a few uh, slices of that pizza left. You're looking nasty. You're going to swallow it all when you're with me. <laughs> you never know. You try these lines, it's probably like 90% well, no way, but 10% <laughs> you're getting taken to the bathroom. But what right song? Yeah, right. I don't remember what song it was, but we had a discussion <laughs> where it was, yeah, if you use these lines and it works, then you might not want the woman. That no, you well, probably would. It might, it might end up not being a good idea. That's a whole way. other part of the conversation. We're not factoring that in right now. We're just talking if it works or not. We're not talking, uh, you know. Quality uh, decision <laughs> making or anything like no, that. No, definitely not. When your walls come down, when your walls come down, oh, oh you get so crazy. When your walls come down, oh, when your walls come <laughs> You don't like the owl okay, that was, howling at that the was moon, better. bark at the moon, yeah, right there. Plus, that, that kind of outburst. Definitely re- reminds me of flying air and <laughs> something he would drop into the uh, see, that's an music. A- Andy would have been the one adding that. I'm, I have a feeling. Yeah, there well, was a either one. They were, they were interchangeable to me at some of most points of the so probably to everyone for a couple of years. But uh, yikes! How much time is left on this? Oh, not much. Seventeen seconds. Okay. Oh man. Oh boy! Hold did he, on. Did he do a meow? He sure did. So uh, wait, this is terrible. I think he said, "Come here, kitten." Meow. Yeah. Play it again. Now this was what everything ill-advised <laughs> in this song. This was eighty-seven. Yeah. So two years before, same old situation. Here, kitty, kitty. Oh yeah. There you go. Just something that uh, came to mind. Yeah. One of the greatest live intros of any song ever. Oh. But, uh, that's for another time. Oh. And by greatest, I mean worst. That's a Tommy Lee intro, right? Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> well, what do we always say? Painful. Don't give the drummer a mic. That uh, album. Never a good that, idea. Is that Live and Loud? Is that what that is? I don't know. It probably had a clever title like that. That Motley Crue album is a perfect example of Don't Give a Drummer a Microphone. Well, and I mean, that's their entire career. He's yeah, had yeah, a microphone. Yeah. So, I mean. Right. But I'm just <laughs> thinking of some of the stuff on that album specifically. Uh, well, that, that song, I mean, for anybody not familiar, go ahead and look up the, uh, the same old situation live version with Tommy Lee's brilliant intro. <laughs> Uh, now I can't like same old situation. Ruined it for you. It See, it. it's like the no, whole I, loudness. I still uh, like it. Kiss <laughs> thing. <laughs> Just borrowing from the worst out there is def- definitely not a course of action that's recommended. Mm-mm. So I think we should let Chris vote first. Yeah, it's straight, straight down to hell. With a th- with with some vi- with plenty of vigor, this this one ri- <laughs> this one rivals Boomerang. <laughs> wow, 
is the bottom of the barrel for me in the wow. entire Kiss catalog. So this is terrible. Chris coated this in cherries and threw yeah. it down the sink. <laughs> I was mildly entertained by some of the lyrics throughout, but just that riff after the second stating of the title is... It is pretty generic. Is huh? the is the worst riff in the entire Kiss catalog. <laughs> you just heard it. Wow. Awful. Now, it, you say Ugh. almost as bad as Boomerang. I'm not trying to make you change your mind, but... You at least you laughed at this song, Boomerang. There was like no emotion. There was nothing that stuck out. Yeah, I don't I, like. I said almost as bad. It's on that level, but I don't know. I I couldn't even tell you how Boomerang goes. You know. Yeah. So I have zero recollection of it. It was in one ear and out the other. Just enough for me to process how shitty it was. <laughs> but I this one's like this definitely next. on that level. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Me? Sure. Um, I'm sending this one down also. <laughs> it's uh, for uh, as as much as I can appreciate it when, you know, there's silly lyrics, you know, like this. It just there there was too much going on. It was too fa- like just too rapid fire. Too much thinking had to be done on the part of the listener. Musically, it it bothered me musically that I couldn't tell really what the rhythm section was trying to accomplish yeah. because there was just so much. If, if there wasn't like just insane amount of vocal <laughs> delivery going on, then, then you had just the most, the most rapid fire Bruce Kulick solo probably in the whole catalog. I would, I, I would imagine. I can't think of anything that, that was this, uh, how would you say, something that would just leave you out of breath just listening to it. Yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah, and I can't even really comment on, like, the drums. I, I guess I'm, I guess uh, Eric Carr did a good job because I didn't really notice. Yeah, like, I, serving you know, the song, yeah, whatever that was. Yeah, whatever it was. Um, bass, I don't know, just a real, like, twangy, bouncy bass sound kind of happening. And sure. I don't know. I, I'm trying to. I don't hate it, but I really just don't like it very much. Yeah. It, I think it, if it was the same kind of vibe and slowed down a little bit, then I it, maybe I would have been able to appreciate it a little more. But it's just it's too much. I I had to go back to the nitro thing. It, it's like listening to a nitro song. Yeah. It's what? it you don't you don't the listener doesn't get a break. Right. And the riffs they're playing combined with the tempo that they're playing them at doesn't seem to serve the riffs for you know the best way it possibly could. Like I said, th- there's no power or authority in this song. Zero that I can detect. Well, hey, it's my turn to vote. I gotta say, I enjoy this song, uh, but fuck. even st- even still. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were gonna no. bump it up What's there. No, I... I I don't want to say I love this song. I enjoy it. It makes me laugh, but it's not right, a good song. No, absolutely I, not. I can't in good consciousness uh, just give it any kind of uh, hallelujah. I can't give too much praise. I mean, in the middle of Creatures of the Night, or excuse me, in the middle of Crazy Nice, it's fun to listen to, but when you just take it out on its own, listen to it isolated... <laughs> Like what the hell's going on? I, here? I hope like, you, ah, it's I, terrible. I hope your buddy Jericho doesn't get too upset with you. 
send you an angry <laughs> message because I don't know. Isn't this his? Uh, oh, I, I his album, one of his albums. That uh, I don't know if they're all. We'd have to find out if they're if all. This particular song, yeah. yeah Too I bad we didn't draw this one when he was around. Oh, that would. That I guarantee you that would have blown apart the uh, conspiracy theory that we're kissing up to Jericho and that we like whatever he would like. Right. There is no way I would stoop to the level of saying I like this song under any <laughs> circumstance. A gun to your head. No. You'd say, all right, I had enough. No. I lived enough. Hell. No. No, he could... He could punch me in the face and send me reeling back through the closest window, and I still <laughs> wouldn't... Uh, wouldn't uh, say I like after, it. This is terrible. After after wrestling all night and then listening to this, there's just you have no energy to <laughs> attack anybody. So unquestionably, bottom three. I don't think out there's any dispute. Not about just it. on this album, out of anything of the whole catalog. Wow. I guess. Okay. Well, that? this boomerang and the other one that we that I remember that we hated was it never goes away off Carnival Souls. Okay. Yeah, those are the bottom three in my estimation. Well, this one gets to go on the All Hell's Breaking Loose Spotify playlist. Yeah. There you go. Congratulations. How many songs are on that playlist now? I don't know. Just have to look into that. I've actually never listened to that one. I need to check it out. <laughs> that might be an interesting list. Yeah. But it's yeah. a funny idea. Toss this one on there. This terrible. Jeez. Well, hey, if you disagree. That's just the fucking way it is. There you have it. <clears throat> wow. What a way to ring in. <laughs> All right, so we like to try new things around here, don't we? Yeah. I think we do. Let's give this a try. So, yeah, I don't even know if it's worth it to seek out YouTube comments about this shit. Yeah, let's skip that for today. Um,. I don't. I don't want to talk about that song anymore. <laughs> is this is the new thing I have to do with the song? No, it doesn't. Good, <laughs> does not ever want to consider this song again. Really terrible. If you can make a case for this, good luck to you. But this is garbage. So I'm okay. I'm done talking about the song now. So here's what we got. This is a new uh, possible new segment we're gonna try. We could open it to all listeners, see if it goes anywhere. But one of our listeners named Anthony Corby asked me a couple questions on Facebook. And it was these were qu- it was more like what are your guys' thoughts on the following topics, specifically Chris and Nick. So, these aren't even necessarily like specific questions. It's almost like I'll name something and you can just tell me your thoughts on what I'm telling you, but I've got three items for today. Okay. If so wait, how how did this how did this these uh, inquiries come your way? This guy Anthony on Facebook yeah. tagged me on these like you know like uh, ultimate hard rock post about some news and music like oh okay. what do you guys think about this or oh you know but he tags you but not me or Nick maybe he's not friends with you guys I don't know what the deal is oh that could be it but uh, hey it's my job to. F- to get answers for people who have questions. So, so, yeah, if we move forward with this, just send your your questions or whatever directly to Andy. There you so go. So me and Nick don't know what they are. Yeah. Private message him, tag him only, whatever. And yeah. then he'll uh, 
he'll forward those things over to the this side of the room. Yep. Okay. So again, we've got three. Are things. you down with that? Yeah. Man? We've got three topics. Um, so yeah, send three topics or questions. It's got to be three. There you go. Yeah, it's got to be a so yard of questions. Yeah, right. <laughs> or exactly. topics. Yes. So is is this uh, like what are you what are you calling this? Do you have a name for this segment or no? Uh, this is the um, ask Nick and Chris lightning round. I don't know. What do we? That's it's some so kind of lightning round. It needs to be a lightning round. Okay. It could be short. It could be long. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what your reactions are. I might y- say something. The Yardo lightning. Yes, round. <laughs> the Yardo lightning round. I could say something. Your reaction might be, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't care. <laughs> that be, might be it. Yeah. So before, yeah, before you hear the thunder, it'll be over. Yep. So we're going to give it a shot and see how this goes. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> First topic. Your thoughts, your opinions, anything Positive, negative, neutral on the Bee Gees. Very positive from me. From Nick. Yes. Um, I remember working at a, a books slash music store. They had some kind of a greatest hits anthology double disc thing that we used to play in the store. Mm-hmm. Got very much turned on to them. Not like a huge fan where I know all their stuff, but uh, Bee Gees, absolutely uh, good in my book. There you go. Big fan of the disco era, their earlier stuff, just cheesy pop garbage of the time. It was like almost like sixties yeah. pop folk kind of stuff, right? Yeah, just I, I, the titles are like tip of my tongue. I can't enunciate them, but I hated them. Yeah, but big fan of Saturday Night Fever. I mean, I some. People rag on the disco era unnecessarily. There was some good pop songwriting and, more importantly, some pretty good musicianship on those tunes. Sure. So the the hatred for disco is just kind of stupid. I never fully understood it. And we've talked about that before. It's like, if you don't like it, change the channel. There was so much good rock in the 70s. You didn't have to pay attention to disco. Yeah, you don't have to focus all disco your energy. Disco wasn't killing anything. Yeah. Just ignore it if you don't like it. But. Well, and to kind of go uh, to back it up from the disco era, what do, what do you think about uh, the song particularly um, Lonely Days, Lonely Nights? Like, you know, the Where Would I Be Without My Woman? You know that one? I don't know though. It's it's very I guess it's cliche to say it's beatly, but it is beatly. Um, but really, it, just a really good song. Lo- is I it on it's, Saturday Night Fever? No, it's before that. Oh. It's, I think it's called Lonely Days. Mm. I don't know. It's the chorus is Lonely Days, Lonely Nights. Where would I be without my woman? Song I enjoy very much. So. Yeah, it shows a, a different side of what they were capable of. Yeah, I don't know. Half and half for me. All right, next one's something we've kind of talked about, actually pretty extensively. But hey, it's one of the the articles that we were tagged in. So uh, I believe it was an an on this day kind of situation. Phil Collins replaces Peter Gabriel in Genesis. What are your thoughts about that happening? Do you have 
What, what do you have to say about Genesis, each era? I don't know. How, where do you want to take this? That's a lot to talk it about. It is. So maybe just specifically on the Phil Collins replacing Peter Gabriel. It's. Uh, I would say it's a unique and very cool move that they pulled by doing that. I mean, that was you think about years later, the whole Dave Grohl thing. Sure. The drummer coming to the forefront, being the star. I'd never been on the same band. Well, no, but yeah, I mean, this is it's a little different, but uh, it probably came out of nowhere when people first heard it. Really, that's the drummer. He's the lead singer now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What can I mean? How many millions and millions of albums did they sell with them at the sure. front? So, as far as the material, I I probably like more of the Peter Gabriel stuff, but uh, I I can't knock Phil Collins either. I know there you know there were eras of his stuff where he gets you know the easy lover stuff. What whatever, yeah, that or like uh, easy lover. I don't mind actually. it either. I, I'm, but compared Some to energy in that well he too. did it, like it's hot it's like like a disney sounded like disney hot. soundtrack stuff that stuff's kind of oh tarzan or whatever yeah but uh, buster soundtrack get out of here with that <laughs> remember that shit i don't know what that is he, he starred in a movie called buster oh fuck off with that <laughs> Get out of here. I have. Uh, That's when it was like too much, Phil Collins. It's like, you're not a fucking movie star. Get out of I here. I actually have a VHS of Frauds that he, he starred in. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember that. Frauds or frogs? No, frauds. Like, it's about like oh. insurance fraud. Yeah, no. Sorry. You're not, you're not a fucking matinee idol. Get out with that, you fucking twerp. Chris, do you have any thoughts on the replacement? Uh, can't can I can honestly say that there's n- that from the Peter Gabriel era, there's nothing that I either know or like. Wow. So of the two eras, I would prefer the Phil Collins era, but just generally lukewarm on Genesis. Although I did see them in concert because one of my best buddies uh, worships Genesis. Hmm. So I saw them on the uh, the tour of the self-titled album with all the uh, sort of geometric shapes on it. Mamo was on. Uh, yes. Uh, it was a good show. I mean, you know, good light show and all that stuff. It was an entertaining concert. But uh, general, just Genesis just doesn't do it for me. I think that's loop needs to be longer next time because we're almost we're out. But there's one more topic. <laughs> well, hit it from the beginning again if you want. Let's do it that way. That sounds fun. People are missing that intro riff. All right, one more time. It's a work in progress, a new feature. Where have I heard those drums before? <laughs> I've never. Heard I don't know it. how he's hitting the cowbell and doing that double time thing on the the hi hat. He's got three thing. arms. All right. I don't know what what kind of special rig Andy's got going there. <laughs> Hit it with my head. Like a Rick Allen kind of thing with his feet too. There you go. All right. Third and final topic for today. And it's funny, Chris kind of mentioned this earlier in the show. ELO being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and specifically the news item that drummer Bev Bevan won't be joining Jeff Lynne for the reunion. 
he has some gigs booked already, so he I won't love be. that. <laughs> so he's not going to make it for the big reunion. ELO in the Hall of Fame. In the Hall of Fame or this, the, the specific news <laughs> item? I mean, the article was about the fact that the drummer won't be joining Jeff Lynn at the Hall I of Fame. I love that. Love that. Fuck him. Because Jeff Lynn's the guy... He's where all your hatred's directed, more so. Well, than it's his else. band. I don't care what they call it or whatever. It's his fucking brainchild. It's he. He's, he runs the show. It's terrible. Uh, Bev Bevan, of course, played in Black Sabbath on the Born Again tour. Oh, there you go. So there, that's a uh, <laughs> so plus Chris, in his. Column. Chris is going to take his side any day. Yeah. Well, of course, but <laughs> and. When you think about whatever gigs that Bev Bevan has booked nowadays, they ain't going to be that great. Yeah. So the <laughs> fact that he's picking those over Jeff, the Jeff Lynn show, I love it. Well, it's over the Rock and Roll Hall of That's, Fame. You know what? Yeah, I but it's, again, it's the Jeff Lynn right, right, show. Right, right, right. But I mean. His fucking afroed ass is going to be up there soaking up all the accolades, and it's... It, it, Bev Bevan clearly doesn't want to be involved in that. Fuck him. That could that could make this guy a, a bit of a folk hero, really. <laughs> I love it. I, like I, a, I had no idea that was like he a, was doing like it. Like a fighting people's champion kind of guy, Re- you know? Right. Read read that headline again or whatever. Just I love this. It said ELL drummer Bev Bevan won't be joining Jeff Lynn at Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He has some gigs booked. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing a wedding. Yeah, he's got an open mic set going on that night. <laughs> and you can't miss. Love it, Nick. Your thoughts about just that situation? Yes, <laughs> well, about that specific situation. Oh, well, this I, could almost be a Rorschach test thing. If it takes your mind somewhere else, you can feel free to do well, that too. No, I, I don't really have much else to say except for uh, that. That gives this guy really a lot of integrity. Like, if you're reading just that. Yeah. Like, this guy would rather be out playing music than have people uh, give him an award about the music he plays. Like, I'll take He'd it. He'd rather be actually out there playing it. He's he's the only other member of the band that anybody could name, okay? Nobody knows the name of the fucking cello player who was up there. That was <laughs> the other thing. They had a, a little string section going on. Get like, permanently? Like, with on, that. On yes. The, on the stage? Not just on an album, on a song or it two. It was the whole orchestra part. Right. They had fucking strings, like regular guys in the band. Fuck off with that. <laughs> God, it's so lame. The worst. <laughs> what was the name of the album you bought? Out of the Blue, double album. Not cheap. Complete, complete garbage. Smashed it in my driveway in disgust. <laughs> My favorite now, did stories. Anybody, <laughs> it's did, true, man. Did you tell anybody that you were gonna, or that you were? I hate this album. I'm gonna go break it. Or was this just? Yeah, were you completely trying to, like, a solitary experience? Yeah, were you just, trying to shock a friend? Or no, you were I, alone. No, <laughs> it was it was by myself. I mean, that's <laughs> even better. That's Chris, like you're like the Bev Bevan of destroying <laughs> eight track tapes. It's true. You, you didn't care who saw it. You got sucked into the, the ELO hype, and I went and bought it. What a waste of money! It was like twelve bucks too. Man. Right. You, you weren't trying to grandstand for the neighborhood. Right. 
You were just doing it for, for you. you. Good for you. And it was an eight track, so I couldn't fast forward through anything. I had to endure it until I finally couldn't take it anymore. Did you even put the second tape in? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so that one was just destroyed. Yeah. You, know, you didn't even give it a chance. Yeah, it was a hot summer day. I just smashed it in the driveway. <laughs> Your mom. Kicked, kicked the remnants into the nearest flower bed. <laughs> Your mom probably found it. Yeah. This yeah. terrible it's shit. Us. Yeah. Fuck them. Might have been good for the roses, though. You there you go. Some kind of fertilizer. It was yeah. shitty, right? Something that uh, magnetic tape, I don't know. But no, it was garbage. Terrible. <laughs> Bravo to Bev Bevan. I have I have some gigs booked. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and again, what kind of gigs is Bev Bevan playing? Okay. That on the surface you would say, okay, he can't pass that up for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Pretty funny. Does Bev Bevan have a website? You should look up his schedule. Yeah, I'd like to see, see where he's playing. <laughs> where he is. What is the night of the of the uh, Rock Hall of Fame? Is it the 14th or something like that? Let's see. I'll look that up. All right. And Andy can look up what Mr. Bevan is up to. BevBevan.com. Uh, Anything? He's got a Facebook. Bev Bevan News. Events, upcoming events. <laughs> What's the night of the induction, Nick? He's got I no upcoming events. <laughs> <laughs> so he's. <laughs> so it's not, it's not even true that he's got gigs booked. That makes it even better. So does he hate Jeff Lynn or what? Oh, no. I mean. <laughs> what it says here. I have some gigs booked. In this case, it means he's putting up some drywall at his daughter's <laughs> house or something <laughs> like that, you know? Mm. Oh, boy. So, so it doesn't matter when the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. Well, if you have it, you could tell me. Um, April 7th. April 7th. So that's this, this week. week. That's yeah. this week. Shit. <laughs> Give me a minute here. We might run out of time again. Oh, that's okay. It's not quite so uh, rapid fire as it was in the beginning. Well, it, it is what it is. Well, you said he's got no upcoming events. I mean, that's it, right? Well, that was his Facebook. I just wanted to see the actual article, if it said further in the body of what he was doing. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it in time. Uh, maybe not. Well... It's probably just a better story that he has nothing. Oh, hold on. I did find the articles, but it does fade out. We'll give it one second here. Mm -hmm. Is there anything interesting (laughs) here? Oh, stupid ads. I don't need X spiked up look. Wait a minute. The Bev Bevan Band tour dates and tickets. I've got over here. Okay. Oh, here we go. I got something too. Yeah, nothing until October on this list. Really? Yeah. Here's what I see here. Bevan broke the news with a recent Facebook post explaining that he has prior commitments with UK television personality Jasper Carrot. (laughs) (laughs) These dates have been sold out (laughs) for some time, and when the news broke about our induction, it was too late to change them. 
Jasper Carrot. Yep, so he's going to be on the road with Jasper Carrot. Wow. Because so. I'm thinking, okay, he's going to say Graham Norton, but I don't know who Jasper Carrot is. You couldn't get is. another drummer for one night for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Of course you could. It just shows you what kind of a, a priority he puts on that garbage. Bravo to Bev Bevan. Not only did he play on the Born Again tour in Black Sabbath, but he uh, told essentially toward, told Jeff Lynne to fuck off and, and f- in favor of this Jasper guy. Jasper Love Carrot. It. Yeah. <laughs> Great name. It is a good name. How is it spelled? Jasper Carrot with an extra T. Two T's at the end. So C-A-R-R-O-T-T. <laughs> yep. Love it. Yep. Couldn't possibly be any better. No. He sang on the second Vinnie Vincent Invasion <laughs> album. <laughs> and they switched from Jack Noseworthy to <laughs> Jasper Carrot. To Jasper Carrot. Oh, God. Well, hey, if you uh, have any questions you'd like Nick and Chris to answer, or if you think this segment is worth pursuing again, let me know. You could find me on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. I'm around. I'm not hard to find. So look for us. I'll be there. Um, that's I think that's good for 200, right? This is kind of a I long episode, so. I yeah. Think, I think we celebrated. Well, w- I think one more <laughs> time since Nick put all this effort in. <laughs> 200 episode. A regular Jasper Carrot. Man, that boy can sing. <laughs> all right, well, hey, we're out of time, but guess what? Next Monday, you're invited to the podcast event of the week, episode 201. And that'll be uh, Indie Expo week, right? It will be. Geez, you know, I'm, I'm kind of forgetting my dates. Nick's birthday is this week, April 8th. What is it, Friday? Saturday. Saturday. It's Saturday, April 8th. So that's coming up. Okay. Then, then the Saturday after is the Indie oh, Expo. Big month. One big week after another here on Pot of Thunder. Yeah. So many milestones. And, and next week we'll be back with uh, the first episode of Podcast Rules of the Game, right? Oh, uh, is that how it's working? Is that, is that what we're doing? Well, well we figured 200 is enough with Kiss, right? I've had enough. Yeah. I can't even listen to them anymore. I'm this, all scorpions all the time this, right now. Uh, this song we did today is enough to turn you <laughs> off to Kiss forever. <laughs> Might have to uh, take this up with Bruce at the uh, Indie Expo. Well, let's do that on April 15th, Saturday, April 15th, at the Wyndham Hotel in Indianapolis, Indiana. The 2017, I almost said 16, 2017 Kiss Expo. Your chance to meet a Pot of Thunder superstar live in person. Probably Nick. Probably. He'll be um, in the Italian restaurant <laughs> at the hotel. Probably not spending much time in the on the expo floor, but you'll be able to find him. And he will headbutt your pasta for ten dollars, right? That's what we've established. I will. Yeah. Yep. I've decided that I'm going. I'm going with that. Yeah. Because he headbutts the symbol every week now since what was that like one ninety seven or something? One ninety. I'll headbutt your bolognese sauce, <laughs> bolognese, or however you say it. <laughs> That'll work. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. I think we should. 
I'll edit this part out, but I think all that banter should be kept in in sequence. That we just had? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. 